We tell stories because we have a hollow place in our heart. You don't fill that with success. You fill it by finding yourself in the stories you tell. Guillermo del Toro. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. And that quote is just a very elegant way of saying our favorite thing on this podcast to write selfishly. But it's especially true in what we're talking about today, in making sure we are selling ourselves as part of the product. And that means finding yourself in the storytelling. It's all about your identity as the author. This is different from our target audience episode last time we covered marketing. Because with the target audience, you're talking about them. And especially for your first draft, you should be your target audience. But your author identity is part of your brand. This is the interest level of the Ada funnel. Whenever Brandon Sanderson releases a book, we know Lee is going to purchase it because of his author identity. Not just that she's part of the target audience. Building an author identity can be difficult. But this is what you want. You want people to recognize your name, not just the books that you've written. I think it was Lee Child that said that writing novels is like Hollywood, but for shy people. So this is one of the aspects that I think both of us like the least of the marketing, but it is still vital in not only creating a fan base that will buy your book every time, but maintaining and keeping them so that they will share you with each other and you will grow. There are many ways that you can build your author identity. One of the first steps would be the use of photos. Yes, this can be uncomfortable because we are shy. We don't like getting out there. But a picture is worth a thousand words. You are your brand. So having your face out there will let people look at it and see, yes, I know that author. She's awesome. I want to read her books. This is especially relevant if, one, you're seeking an agent and you're doing like the writing conference circuit and you're talking to these agents as they're sifting through all of the papers they've collected. They want to identify you from all of the paperwork and go, yes, I remember talking to this person. It's also important if you're doing nonfiction or plan to do public speaking. Nonfiction, your identity is wrapped up in why you wrote that book, why you're an expert in it. So having your picture there attached to it is vital. It's a lot of the time why you see people on the covers of nonfiction books. Along with that picture will be your author bio. This will be fewer than 300 words, if at all possible. Some stuff to include in your bio would be things like what validates your opinion, your expertise. So my Vigilante series that I wrote, if I had needed to put an author bio in there, I would put in that I've worked with guns for decades and I've been a martial artist for at least as long. In your bio, you also want to include something relatable about yourself, something people can connect with so they can feel like they know you and not just your books, because that's what you're building through your author identity is a personal connection with your reader. Your bio does need to be short, under 300 words, technically should be in third person, and starting with a byline. That byline is your name, a brief summary of you, 
and a mention of your latest book. Or if you had one huge seller a couple books back and everything has flopped since then, maybe you can do that because they want to recognize you are Richard Castle from the Derek Storm series. Other things to include in your bio include the achievements that build your credibility and the technical information, your books, your website, contact information. The most important thing about your bio is to make it unique to your style. Make the writing itself a way to give something away about you so that when people read your bio, wherever they read it, your website, the back of your book, it tells something about you. One of the most vital elements of your author identity is your social media. I run the majority of the Facebook for Writing Roots, and I run my personal page, which has announcements about my family, and then I also run my author page. Each of those has different content. I'm not going to share a meme that has swearing in it to our Writing Roots page because most of you are audience. That's not who you guys are. But my identity as an author includes lots of violence and swearing. On a lot of my social media, you're going to see bookshelves and my favorite books and my current reads. I design mine to be a reader so that I can get into the world of readers. When I post about my own books, I already have reader followers, not just author followers. The next part of your author identity is to be relatable, and that means being contactable. There is an author that I have followed for several years online. And I asked her a question at the beginning of that, and she answered it right away. And it was just a simple question. It wasn't anything super weird or intimate. You don't want to be that fan. But you also, as an author, you can be prepared for those fans. But being open to communication helped me like her as an author that much more and that much more quickly. Part of this is responding to messages in a timely manner. You don't want to ignore things. Be active on social media as a user. That's why I am part of the Bookstagram world, so that I'm active within there as I go to try to promote my books. You'll also see writing roots on writing forums giving advice that we've often shared. I don't, unless they ask for it, link to a specific episode that also covers that, but they start to associate the writing roots brand with expertise in the field. Make your social media interactive in some way. Respond to comments, be publicly active and responding. Another great way is to do polls. Polls about covers on Instagram in your stories. You can do question sessions or quizzes, anything like that, that will get the people involved in clicking and doing things to be part of your journey as an author. Another thing that you can do to help build your fan base and especially get them to recognize each other is to have merchandise so that if you see both of us walking down the street in our Right Selfishly shirts, you know and you recognize that, hey, they're my people. Some of the merch items you can have are as simple as bookmarks or pins. You can do hats and clothing that's a little bit more complicated. You have to dig in and unless you make it yourself, do third-party fulfillment stuff. A quick note about that, don't just put your cover, which is black with a keyboard on it, on a white hat with a little square. 
that's not interesting and that isn't promoting your brand because it's not something people will wear naturally. If the whole thing is dark blue with the silver sigil of the Modaku anthologies on the front, it's going to be a lot easier to wear without it being super awkward. So PNGs are going to be your friends with your main design elements on top of the just plain background of the item that you're printing it onto. You can also use taglines instead of things directly related to your books, taglines for you as the author. And our podcast, our tagline is Write Selfishly. So the majority of our merch products have Write Selfishly as the main line. That helps fans identify fans, and that also gets people asking our fans about their shirt or their product, whatever they're wearing. The last part of the author identity that I wanted to kind of throw out there would be having content in your books that people can relate to. Hogwarts and the houses in Hogwarts is a great example of that. I can go to almost anyone in the world that's in my generation and go, hey, which Hogwarts house are you in? And they know immediately. That is great branding within the book. Part of this is the way to get people involved in the world that you've created. Because you are the creator of that world, it is part of your identity as the author. We intrinsically associate the Houses of Game of Thrones with George R.R. Martin because he is the creator of those things. I will forever associate what type of Knight's Radiant or what type of Allomancer I am with Brandon Sanderson, because he's the one who created those. By the way, I am a Windrunner, and according to my Mafia forum online, I will forever be a thug. In talking with martial artists that aren't in my particular art, we will reference Avatar The Last Airbender. So the bottom half is Earth, the top half is air. That's how my martial art functions. And I can say that to other martial artists because almost every martial artist I know has seen Avatar The Last Airbender. And they know what I mean when I say, oh, that person is clearly a waterbender. One of the ways that you can tie this in with your author identity is to have this on your website. Have quizzes on your website that let people sort themselves into the Hogwarts house or whatever part of your world building it is or which characters they would be within your story. In my current work in progress, I could do which type of magic user are you? Are you an arcanist, a necromancer, an enchanter? because they all have slightly different personalities and way different magic systems. And that's how you make it about you rather than just about your books, because it's part of you and your website, your identity that you've built online. Definitely share this information when you're promoting the quiz or whatever it is. Share this information on your social media. Let people know that you are an earthbender or a thug. Because then they can go, hey, me too, or let me take the quiz and find out. That creates interest, that gets them spending time on your website, that gets them feeling like they're connecting with you, which is ultimately the goal of everything we've talked about today. You can't get there, though, unless you first write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 